The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani. And this is the Rudy Giuliani Show. And I am in Palm Beach. And I am riveted in listening to uh, the testimony of um, Fanny, uh, Fanny, Fanny, quite contrary's lover on uh, on which they are uh, live streaming, I believe, from the Fulton County Courthouse. Um, and um, of course, it's of great interest to me, uh, number one, because of my involvement in all of the all of the uh, Trump matters, but in, in particular because the gentleman uh, now testifying uh, has indicted me for crimes I didn't commit, uh, for crimes that he made up, and is the one who questioned me in the grand jury. So it's interesting to see him being questioned. Um, I mean, I, I obviously am not a, a an unbiased source. He's he's like a uh, uh, pathetic liar. And the lawyer questioning him right now is top notch. Uh, has nailed him so many times in things only a good question, a good cross examiner can do. Like when he said that uh, he never, ever, ever had a deposit for for the m- massive amount of cash that uh, uh, Fanny Fat Fanny was giving him. Never, never deposited. So the lawyer said to him, "What do you have a place in your house where you keep it? What do you do? Just carry it around in your pocket?" Well, first of all, how? How could he be so sure he didn't one or two times deposit it? I'll tell you how. Because he never deposited it. Because he never got it. <laughs> and that's why he said it's cash. So he, he pays uh, three or four grand for her ticket, and she gives him three or four grand in cash. And he pays uh, two, two grand for another cruise, and she gives him two grand in cash, and he pays uh, f- five grand for the hotel bill, and she pays him five grand in cash, and and on and on and on and on. What what are they drug dealers? This is how Biden paid uh, Iran. So I would say if this judge is on the up and up, which is a fifty-fifty proposition in Fulton County, and uh, he sounds okay, okay, young, over his head. Uh, this lawyer is, you know, way, way more experienced than he is. Um, you can tell. I mean, when you've tried as many cases as I have, you can. Uh, this judge is way over his head. Uh, scared. Um, I don't know what he's scared of. I mean, judges should never be scared. Not the judges I remember. And he comes from a county that is, oh, I can't say 100% corrupt. Maybe one or two public officials that are honest. Uh, maybe he's one of them. I'm not counting on anything, though. Uh, but, I mean, I think any any uh, good judge would have come to the conclusion uh, right now that, as a matter of law, this guy is uh, completely lying. Uh, that, that, that whole testimony about cash is completely incredible. It cannot be believed. Uh, the, the whole thing about how he defines marriage, and therefore he didn't commit perjury. So he signs an affidavit in which he says that um, that he didn't he didn't have 
sexual relationships, so I get this right, up to the date that he was divorced. And it turns out that he did have sexual relationships with Fanny Fanny. But the way he's defining it is, I think it said end of his marriage. He's defining the end of his marriage as not the legal end of his marriage, but when he and his wife, he says, agreed uh, to split up about four years earlier in 2015. And at that time, they agreed, I think, although I couldn't hear that testimony quite that clearly, at that time, they agreed that they could both have sex anytime they wanted. So then he's saying when he put on the affidavit, I didn't have sex with anyone before my marriage was over or my marriage was dissolved or whatever, whatever the exact words are. But it means the legal conclusion of his marriage. And we're talking about a lawyer here, not a, not a, a, a novice. It, he is trying to play with the lawyer that it wasn't perjury. Good luck, pal. Good luck. What you were doing is you were hiding your relationship with uh, uh, Fanny, Fanny, Big Fat Fanny. That's what you were doing, right? And you were getting cash from her. Give me a break, pal. And you go off on a big vacation that you pay for, and then you get rehired right after it for more money? We don't have a... I mean... This is... This, this, this is um, one of the most sensitive cases in the United States, along with the other three, the four most sensitive cases in the United States, uh, four of the most sensitive cases in the history of our country. Uh, isn't it beyond any doubt, no matter what, how this all turns out, that this kind of corruption, this kind of sleaze, these kinds of dishonest, dishonorable people cannot be trusted with the political pressure to bring a case like this to be involved with the case and have to be thrown off the case with all, without all this bull. I mean, they, they uh, um, should they go ahead with it? Should they get a prejudiced Democrat jury in a city that's 85% Democrat to reach a verdict against the weight of the evidence? Because there, there's no evidence here. The only evidence here is that people acted like a, a president who believed he was cheated and lawyers who represented him, uh, namely me and others, and the gentleman who brought this motion, Michael Roman, and uh, and uh, Sidney Powell, and you name the rest of them, Jenna Ellis. Nobody here was engaged in trying to fake anyone, fool anyone. We would we were doing what we've done hundreds and hundreds of times as a lawyer, uh, even at times for unpopular people, but we've never done it for someone where uh, the political establishment of that crooked county was dead set to destroy them, the, the same uh, county that had already cheated them out of the election uh, with a governor who uh, let it all happen, uh, knowingly, I believe, but we'll see when it all works itself out. I'm a Republican. Chief Democrats, you can have Kemp. He really belongs on your side. Uh, not because of his, um, necessarily his positions, 
but because of who he is and, and the way he acts. Notice his great interest in how embarrassing this is to his state. I mean, just the mere fact that the most important case brought in his state in his time in office all of a sudden is strangely being handled by a lying cheater. Two lying cheaters who appear to be have used it to generate uh, money for themselves. So not only were they going to frame the president, frame the president's friends, they're going to make money on it. As far as I know, they're the only ones who made money on framing me. A lot of people have framed me. Some of them wrote books and rely on the books. And, but this one I'm really, really incensed about. And I am, I am not allowed to practice law, and they are. That's a hell of a thing. And, and their case, their case was part of, 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 of the disbarment proceedings in which the things that they did and said were taken as true, including a phony, rigged uh, 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 video that they sent me seriously and fraudulently rigged, which the uh, New York Bar would not admit. But when it sh is shown the full light of day, you will realize the New York Bar ain't, and they're a little better, ain't much better. Uh, unfortunately, afflicted by massive uh, snobbery and Trump derangement syndrome, both. It's unfortunate when Smart people think they're smarter than they are. Or where fairly good people think they're perfect and they can judge others. Um, so this case is going to go on. <clears throat> Hard to evaluate because I have no confidence in the legal system in, not in Georgia, in Fulton County, Georgia, in Atlanta, one of the most corrupt places in America. Uh, uh, the judge is tantalizingly down the middle, sort of, with a little leaning toward, toward the, uh, toward Fanny Fanny, quite contrary. Uh, but only a little. I mean, she's allowing, he's allowing stuff in. Uh, there, I mean, there's one point at which the lawyer asked, did you have sexual relations with her? And, and the, and he got, the, the judge kind of stupidly got a little squeamish about it and said, maybe we should start at a higher level. If I were the lawyer, I would say, hey, judge. Your two uh, uh, co-workers here with uh, Fulton County are the ones that took us down to that level. I mean, we are, after all, in Fulton County. So what level do you think we're going to be at, Judge? He'd have gotten mad at me, but it made the point. Uh, this isn't time for, you know, silly uh, word games. I'll tell you why. There are 19 people who he wants to put in jail, a couple of us, for the rest of our lives. And we're innocent, damn it. And nobody seems to care about that. All they care about is this crap, you know, when did he start screwing her? You want to bet when? You want to bet he's lying that it wasn't before she hired him? You want to bet? You want to bet they're going to prove it? <laughs> should that throw him off the case? Should that throw the case out? Why should a case that's one of the most sensitive in our history have been brought by scoundrels? Isn't that going to be a taint on the case forever? How can you trust anything in this case? I mean, an awful lot of this has to do with what they believed and didn't believe. It's their judgment. I mean, if you think the grand jury decided this, of course, they proved it didn't. This is where Fanny, the genius lawyer, presented the indictment to the grand jury and said, and then was called up shortly thereafter and was informed, uh, Fanny, Fanny, quite contrary, 
the indictment isn't signed. It might have been a tough night with with uh, Loverboy. So uh, a completely phony indictment gets filed uh, uh, five hours later after the grand jury rubber stamps everything that was in the non-signed or voted indictment. So <laughs> did the grand jury have any input at all? Or was just all, this all the product of the two lovers? I don't know. Sounds pretty good to me that it was all the product of the two lovers, right? Uh we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. You know, I never, and I'm sure you never like to disagree with a clergyman, although I am kind of having difficulties with my Pope. Um... But a man described as a priest who might well be a a Protestant minister, a a Lutheran, uh, put up the bail for the last remaining uh, cop beater, Uh, illegal migrant cop beater, not asylee, illegal migrant cop beater, Yo Henry Brito, little young Yo Henry, 24. Uh, who um, who was beating the hell out of the cops while they were down on the ground. And a, a priest who runs a church in New York called Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Bay Ridge, his name is Reverend Juan Ruiz, uh, put up the bail money of $15,000 so uh, Brito can get in a few more crimes uh, before he goes back to... Um, to court, which is which is exactly what happened in Queens, with uh, the one that they let out, went to the Queens Center, got involved in a uh, in a, in a stealing and 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 violence and stuff, and now is being held by the Queens District Attorney. Th- thank you, Bragg, for for that for that one. That was Darwin Andres Gomez Ezequiel, Isquiel. He's nineteen. Um, he was let out also uh, by a, a district attorney, Bragg. Bragg, in his case, didn't even set a bail. That was before he got criticized and yelled and screamed at. Uh, he was let out because he's an asylum seeker. Oh, nice asylum seeker. Likes to kick police, police in the head, the asylum seeker. Well, while he was out, he needed a, a little money, so he went on, uh, he went on a, a shoplifting spree at the Queen Center. Got arrested, and um, what do you think? Uh, what, do, what do you think the priest guy is going to do? Be an altar boy? I don't think so. These guys belong to a gang, Father. Oh, and the father said there's more to the case than meets the eye. There is. They belong to a gang called Trend de Aragua. Uh, Trend de Aragua has been around for about ten years. It likes to dismember its victims. Sound particularly Lutheran or Catholic to you? What What are you doing? What What are you doing? What are you teaching to your people in that church? What are you teaching them? Of course, we have to be good to people. We got to be good to people, but we've got to teach them good behavior. This isn't even on 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 the on the board. 
uh, these are people who destroy the lives of other people. They brutally beat those cops. These are also communists who hate this country. They don't believe in God. They want to destroy the United States. Maybe you do too, Father. Well, then you're not a father as far as I'm concerned. You don't get any benefit of being a father if you want to destroy this country and you want to uh, allow people to prey on us. And I don't mean with an A, I mean with an E. You know, the Catholic Church and these Protestant churches bear a lot of responsibility for the misuse of the money we give them. We give them money to take care of these people when they're here. They use a lot of it to get them in here illegally. I don't see where they get the right to do that or how they're beyond prosecution for that. I mean, they got prosecuted for the bad priests. I don't see why they can't be prosecuted for this. The church, the church, Catholic, Protestant, whatever, has no right to assist bringing in illegal immigrants. And they have no right to use money for a purpose other than it was given to them. And anybody who has, doesn't have the courage to prosecute them just because they pretend to be religious people, uh, seems to me to be not ready for the job of being a fair and equ equitable prosecutor protecting the public. Well, we'll be right back uh, shortly after, and we will have Monica Crowley with us. That'll be a treat, I'll tell you. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And we have on the line a very uh, good friend, a uh, person you know uh, very well. Mon Monica uh, has been uh, a government official uh, mo most recently in the uh, Trump administration in the, tr in the Treasury Department as the communications director, as an assistant secretary. Uh, she also served, uh, she served President Nixon, which she has treated me to some wonderful stories. And of course, she's been a commentator and writer and, uh, written very, very, uh, well, uh, well done and very successful books. Well, you all know Monica. And I want to ask Monica a question that someone with her experience, I have to ask her, how, how do you describe how we got here, and did you ever believe we would be here, no matter how bad you thought Biden was? Well, first of all, it's so good to be with you, Rudy, my friend. Thank you so much for having me. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you. Secondly, I have to correct when you said I worked with President Nixon. I did, but I was not born when he was elected president. So I worked with him <laughs> during the last couple of years of his life. Oh, boy. Rudy. Rudy, we got to get that clear. How did you get I'm to know? How did you get to know old. about him so well? You told me so many stories about. Him. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, he was my very first job out of college because I was studying political science and American national security, That's foreign policy, it. and I read one of his books and I wrote him a letter. So he was literally my very first job out of college, and I worked with him during the last couple of years of his life, which was extraordinary. Yeah. I so, I, you know what? I learned a lot about. No, no, I knew. I'm, and... I'm sorry. I knew you didn't work with him when he was in the White House. <laughs> yeah, but I got to make that clear. Yeah, I know you didn't work with him. You're too, <laughs> you're too young and beautiful. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Rudy. That's so sweet of you. Um, To get to your question, look, you know, we talk about President Nixon, and I learned a lot about politics and the deep state uh, when I was working with him, because the more evidence we get about Watergate, the more it looks like that was a deep state operation to remove Richard Nixon from the presidency because the deep state could not control him. And so now we fast forward 40 years to Donald Trump. And what we are now seeing is that the deep state is actually in control of this country. It's not our elected officials. It's these shadowy, unaccountable, unelected people who move behind the scenes that actually have the real power in this country. So when you say, can I believe what we're seeing right now? Rudy, I mean, never in my life did I think the United States would descend to this kind of open corruption, open contempt by all of our so-called leaders to the American people, taking the country literally off a cliff. But we are hanging by a thread, and it's a result, Rudy, of decades of a literal Marxist revolution to destroy this country. And right now, we're at the logical end point of this revolution. And where do you and, and where do you think our emphasis has to be? Obviously, it has to be on the twenty four election. But is there one issue, one area that you think uh, we have to concentrate on? Yeah, I mean, there's so much coming at us I know. all day long, so it's hard to narrow it down, right? But I think, to me, and we've got all kinds of threats and enemies and challenges all over the world, from China to Iran, to Russia, to terrorist organizations. But to me, the most dangerous threat we face is within, and it is the weaponization of our own government against us. That is what I think we need to focus on from here on out. When President Trump is reelected, I know he has made that a top priority. Everything else will sort of fall into place, including the border and law and order in our cities and the economy. Everything else will kind of follow once we get control of our own government again. Uh, Because you're a good friend, I want to express an emotion to you. Uh, I'm watching uh, this uh, uh, lawyer, Wade, testify, you know, before I came on. And, you know, normally this would just be another exercise in the many as Trump's lawyer and defender and taking his testimony apart. But as I'm looking at it, I'm saying to myself, this man wants to put me in jail for the rest of my life. I mean, I faced him in a grand jury for five hours, the same liar. And I thought at the time he was a joke of a lawyer. And uh, that grand jury uh, wasn't even necessary. That was a grand jury that only made recommendations. And nobody figured that out yet. That was a way to uh, to expand the, the billing. You don't have two grand juries. I had 5,000 cases. They all had one grand jury. How come this one had two? So she could go from 400,000 to a million. The, the whole thing stinks, every every single uh, 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 part of it. And And here he is testifying. It's quite obvious that he's lying completely. And the judge is the judge isn't so bad. I mean, we're used to judges that hate us. This judge is sort of down the middle, but he doesn't seem to be even offended by by the conduct. It, it's a shame. I mean, this is a terrible thing that was done, and I'm not the only one. Uh, this Mr. Roman, uh, uh, people in that case, I don't even know. They want to put in jail for twenty and thirty years. I mean, you got there got to be something wrong with you to want to put innocent people in jail. 
And you know what, too, Rudy, when you, you, you look at it based on the facts as you just laid out, it's an abuse of power, it's deep corruption, and it's totally disgusting. But then you add on top of it the sadistic glee with which these people like Jack Smith and Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis and, and Judge Engeron in New York and Alvin Bragg and all of these people who are going after Americans who have done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean you and President Trump. You, you guys are the most visible. Steve Bannon, Peter Navarro, etc. You guys are the most visible. But what about the average American, like a grandma from Indiana who came to D.C. on January 6th because, you know, she thought the, the election was not conducted properly, right? So what? All of these things, Rudy, as you well know, because you're in the crosshairs of this, they are legal maneuvers. They're part of the Marxist revolution to destroy the country, but they're also messaging events. So the message here, when they're going after you and Trump and, and everybody else, the message to everybody else is don't even think about it, America Firsters, because if you raise your head up and, and begin to fight for your country, we're going to do to you what we're doing to Rudy Giuliani. These are messaging events, and this is how communists operate. So everybody needs to understand we're in the clutches of a Marxist revolution here. And all of these Soros DAs, including Fannie Willis, who, by the way, is melting down on the stand right now. It's delicious to watch. But all of these people, they are all on the same page, and this is all of a piece. None of these things are siloed. This is all part of the same revolution. (laughs) At the conclusion of my grand jury testimony, Monica, which took five hours, I was asked for my autograph by four grand jurors. I took pictures with three. One of the grand jurors kissed me on the cheek, and Wade asked me if I would go uh, greet Fanny in her office. And Fanny shook hands with me and told me what a great prosecutor I was and how she always admired me. And I left. And my lawyer, Bob Costello, said, she's not going to prosecute you. Don't worry. You're okay. I said, Bob, you don't know them. I I knew she was. I knew it a a year and a half before she did because, poisonally, as they say in Brooklyn, I know how crooked Atlanta is. Uh, It would make boss boss Tweed look not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's so true because they they do have the sadistic glee as, as they go after all of us. But on the same token, you know, communists never take anything personally because it's all about it's all about power and control. So while she's shaking your hand, she also does not see you as an individual. She sees you as an obstacle to the revolution. You know, people need to understand the bigger picture. Fascinating. Very, very good. Very good. Really excellent analysis. And a lot of people need to know that because I think it's only recently that they've begun to see the connections to the very, very long-term communist conspiracy to try to take over the world, but the United States for sure. Absolutely. This has been going on at least since the 1930s, and it began as a KGB operation, and it's evolved over time with a lot of useful idiots here in the United States and across the West. But the whole grand project is to destroy the United States and ultimately the West, knock all of it over, and they've been at this, Rudy, for decades. People think it just started under Obama or started under Biden. No, 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 no. This is what the communists have called the long march through the institutions. And these Marxists have made their way through our government, 
through academia, all the way down now to kindergarten with the indoctrination, through our culture, Hollywood, movies, television, music, big tech now, all of our institutions, the judiciary, they have all been deeply corrupted. And it took decades for the communists to get here. So it's going to take a long time for us to take it all back. And this is an uphill battle, but it doesn't mean that we don't fight. We oh, have of to. course. It means we fight even harder. And the, the, the good news is, finally, maybe almost too late, but not quite too late, enough people got it. But, you know, you I go back so. 10 years and you and I try to explain this to someone, you know what would happen, right? <laughs> They'd want to put I us tried. away. In fact, I, I think I think there I were remember. people that want to put us away, right? Yes. In fact, I remember being on Fox News with our friend Bill O'Reilly yeah. and some others. And oh, I boy, look at that about... kook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to talk about what Obama. What a smart lady, but she's so kooky. <laughs> right. And you know what? I even softened it at the time, Rudy. I didn't even use the C word, communist. I used socialist so, so that people would understand I... it better. But uh, isn't but that true? Kind of kook like you. You know, I, I started with socialist about four years ago. On my podcast, I, I, I made a, a big move, big move. I went to Marxist. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought, <laughs> if I go to Marxist, are they all, and they didn't notice it. And then I went to communist. But I mean, it, it, I went, I did the same thing you did. I would say socialism. But then I realized after a while I wasn't conveying anything with socialist. So I decided to slip in the word Marxist, and they didn't notice it. And I thought, oh boy, well, at least we made a little progress. <laughs> well, thank yeah, you. You've been fighting learning. the battle. You've been fighting the battle forever, and your contribution is priceless. I'll tell you. Oh, uh, we'll be talking you, very soon. God bless. Thank you so much, Rudy. God bless you. There is one of our most important uh, commentators. I'll tell you. Anytime you get a chance to talk to Monica Crowley about these things, or get her take on it, or read her books, or uh, listen to her show. Uh, this is what you, 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 it's, it's just, it's just going to help you. I'm telling you, it'll just help you. It'll help you understand it better. You know, uh, here's, I mean, oh, so many things come out now. Big things get buried. I mean, the internal, uh, the, the, the intelligence services apparently were spying on me and 25 other Trump people. <laughs> well, I knew they were spying on me with regard to taking my iCloud account the day I began, or pretty much the day I began representing Trump, without telling me, and with a warrant that has to be as phony as a $3 bill, because they never gave it to me, uh, the affidavit at least. Uh, but apparently they were doing more. I mean, Brennan was calling the shots here on this one, and exactly what he was looking for, I don't know. The fact that they had to write a letter to a grand jury saying there was no probable cause that I committed a crime means that they were completely and absolutely doing it for no reason and abusing me. And I wonder if I don't have a lawsuit against them. I'm starting to think about that now. I have sued uh, 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 Biden in uh, New Hampshire for uh, saying that I was a Russian pawn, quote Biden, in the last debate with Trump. Go back and listen to it. And uh, at the time, uh, he knew that the uh, hard drive was real. It had been, it had been, uh, it had been uh, basically corroborated by everyone, including the FBI, who basically were his people. Um, fraud in New York. Uh, New Yorker, New Yorkers uh, can get paid for taking care of their parents. They can earn up to forty-three thousand dollars a year 
from Medicaid. It's a $6 billion Medicaid program, and they're apparently cheating on it. I mean, what's that all about? It's about a city that's out of control without moral leadership. If you think Adams is a moral leader because he talks to God and thinks he's Jesus, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. No, sir. What he is, he leads in uh, the largest increase in crime from one mayor to another between him and de Blasio. So that's his record. Uh, thank you, Mayor Adams. And, oh, and thank you for the 175,000 who knows how many gang-related murderers, rapists, thieves, and bums you have brought into our city. We'll be back very shortly. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, this is Rudy Giuliani back with the Tunnel to Towers-sponsored Mayor's Final Thoughts. Get your $11 a month in and get it in now uh, so that our... Uh, our soldiers, our first responders, our sailors, everyone else that's uh, uh, affected by what's going on now, which is worse than ever, knows that we have their back. And boy, Tunnel to Towers has their back unlike any others. Uh, uh, given the fact that this is on television right now and you're watching, I believe now, uh, according to Monica, Fanny, uh, Fanny, quite contrary, is on. Uh, I mean, she is a, a useless uh, uh, excuse for a prosecutor. Uh, anyone who can do what she did to these innocent people belongs in jail, not uh, as a lawyer. And her, her, her boyfriend is a straight out and out liar, a complete liar. Like she was giving him cash back, 3000 here, 5000 here, 2000 here. These people were, n- not only are these people the usual uh, Trump deranged maniacs, who have been proven uh, false and lying over and over again, and Trump has been proven to tell the truth, and nobody can react to it because they're so uh, uh, sick. Uh, I mean, d- d- don't you just need uh, don't you just need Russian collusion? They spent uh, fifty, seventy million dollars on that. It was a lie. Trump was telling her the truth all along. He was crucified for it. He was telling the truth. They were lying. You know, you've been relying on the same liars now for six years. Well, this group is even different. This group is in it for money as well and sex. So now we got, you know, they hate Trump, which is part of their motivation, like shifty shift, that criminal who should be in jail. But, you know, also they're, they're making a few bucks for trips, lying about it and, 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 ha- and having sex all on our dime. I mean, it is quite annoying that they're, you know, they're stealing and and having sex while they're framing us. And uh, people actually believe it. I worked hard to get my reputation. You want to take it down, man, I thought it would be uh, done by something better than this scum. I mean, this is scum. That's what you got here. And boy, it's not uh, uh, terribly unusual in uh, Fulton County, Georgia. Uh, which takes us back to the election. Just look at what they're like. Look at this. Nineteen people. Not only did they uh, uh, falsely accuse the former president, his lawyers, but a lot of very, very just innocent. Half the people in that indictment, I don't know. You know why I don't know them? Because I didn't commit a crime with them. Their witness, Sidney Powell, six months ago, gave them an affidavit that any halfway honest prosecutor would dismiss the case against me. She said she never talked to me. 
How can we have a conspiracy if we didn't talk to each other? What do we do? By Indian Indian signs? I mean, it's it, it it's uh, cr- cr- crazy. It's like the Bar Association keeping me suspended when an Obama judge in the District of Columbia three years ago wrote a definitive opinion that I had nothing to do with the violence of January sixth. That it was a it was a uh, uh, it was an unfair interpretation of what I said. Grossly unfair. But there's no fairness left because we don't live in America right now. We think we do. We live in a, I don't know, find the name for it. Fascist is a very, very good example because it means basically the state has all the rights. Here, the Biden regime has all the rights. So if they want to charge you, you can be innocent as a lamb and and you're going to be charged. And they can be guilty as sin, as we know they are, as we know Biden is. And they can get away with it. I mean, we have definitive, overwhelming warehouses full of evidence that our president is a lifetime uh, criminal and has sold out this country so often that it is uh, a disgrace and a danger to our national security that he's president. And then we get, then we get um, uh, examples of that danger when people die because of him, and we don't have the guts to do anything about it. We're waiting for the election. No 25th Amendment, no impeachment. No rising up by the people of his party who know uh, he's having a hard time getting the food in his mouth much less know exactly what that button is. It'll destroy the world. Well, that's what we're here for, to tell you the truth and keep this country honest and make sure you get to T2T.org. 11 bucks a month, you take care of the people who take care of us. God bless you and God bless America. 